This is Keith Price's Curtain Call. And this is Keith Price, and welcome back to Keith Price's Curtain Call. And we are here at the Westside Theater finishing out the round of interviews with the cast of Othello the Remix. And I am now sitting here with the one, the only, the more. <laughs> Exactly, in so many ways. <laughs> the more Pastel Pringle, who is rapping for points, as the kids would say. I'm just saying, you know, he is he is featured as the lead, as they like to say in the world of theater, of this wonderful, intensely... I, I really can't wait after having 15 minutes of this experience of seeing how the rest of this story unfolds for someone who knows the story of Othello. Um, I can't wait for you to see it too. Pastel Pringle, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? You know what? I'm a lot better this morning. I have to say that I, I really do get a kick out of seeing something that's really, truly fresh for me. Because, you know, I'm an old, stale queen. So when I... <laughs> So when I'm hey, looking, hey, hey, ain't nothing stale about you. Oh, we'll see. That's what you're saying now because yeah. I got the mic. Yeah, you're as fresh as Daisy. Well, it's the purple, right? I love it. But no, but this this piece, don't crack. it sure don't. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Unless you moisturize, you don't got to moisturize though. You got a little moisturize. But for you, this this is not what your first time working with the Q Brothers, no, right? No, we've actually been working together for. Uh, as a group, Q Brothers meaning uh, meaning JG uh, Jackson and myself, we've been working together for uh, about eight, getting close to nine years now. Uh, yeah, as as a collective, uh, Nova has been with us for I think it's about four years now, and um, and so we yeah, we've been actually a unit, an ensemble for that long, uh, but. Our relationship goes extends even further back. Myself and G met actually in college, so we actually studied together for for did a couple of years. No, I did not. Um, I, we both started at Bates College in Lewiston, Maine, okay. um, and he ended up transferring after two years. I ended up going abroad and studying there for uh, for a year, but I ended up going back and finishing my degree at Bates. Wow! So for you, having your your a child of the theater, uh, a learned scholar of the theater as well, how fun is it for you to? enjoy this interpretation because Shakespeare has always been one of those things that always seemed inaccessible to the average person Mm -hmm. and how you working with these guys you've made it accessible to people how fulfilling is that for you Um, it's great it's great I mean honestly the one of the biggest joys that I get from talking to the audience after our show Mm -hmm. is hearing from people who are staunch Shakespeare fans Mm -hmm. say that they always thought they hated hip-hop and and then and and they're like now i i just found out that i love Mm hip-hop and i didn't think i was going to like what you guys did with it and what you guys are doing with shakespeare is actually almost more to the essence of what shakespeare was doing and then and then vice versa hearing from uh hip-hop heads or just people who are people who like hip-hop or into popular culture or like whatever the case may be to say like I always thought of Shakespeare as being a very dry, like, you know, guy. <laughs> they just think of people in, with, with uh, yeah, with leggings and da- daggers and rapiers. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. And poofy collars. Poofy collars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, poofy shirts, like on that Seinfeld episode or something. And, uh, yeah, and hearing from them that they, like, they didn't know that they liked Shakespeare. 
and 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 for myself, I know that like from the very first Shakespeare play that I ever read, I was I was intrigued. It took me a while to get into the sense that it was um, that it was poetic language, but I had a great uh, teacher who who immediately um, taught us that it's not about reading it; it's about saying it. So, you know, it's about performing. And she would actually say, don't when you when you go home and you read and you read Midsummer Night's Dream, you know, actually speak the words. Yeah. And that that was the first thing that kind of cued me in. And then when I got to college and I started studying more and more Shakespeare, like I immediately kind of fell in love with the with the poetic language. So knowing that I'm just going to say just knowing that I was always uh, uh, I'm a hip hop dude, just knowing that being able to bridge those two things together just makes complete sense. Absolutely. I was just trying to think of what are those poetic moments of like, what is it um, when he talked about the the double-backed beast yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the beast making making the beast with two backs. The, the, yeah, the beast yeah. with two backs. Yeah, I was yeah. like, look at Shakespeare getting all randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is that well? That's that's honestly one of the best parts of to me. <laughs> I mean, especially being a rapper, that's one of the best parts of Shakespeare is that uh, hip hop. Um, well, I should say Shakespeare is is poetic language. It's music. It's music with words, um, and also very smart. Very, very smart and intelligent literature, and also very body, very body. And hip hop is all those same things. So, like I said, it's just—I mean, those things, those things make sense. Those things make sense. They go together. Pastel Pringle, right? Got it right. Here with me on the curtain call, and we're talking about his upcoming start turn in. Well, you know, because you have to. Well, I got no, no, no. You know, because you have to put it. You got to put. This is for the theater people. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to knock on some wood on that. This is for the people. You know, the the theater folks. That's how they understand the division of the labor, which in this ensemble piece is going to be a really wonderful thing to see. Because you don't play any other characters except for Othello. Uh, I play a couple of other small characters, a couple of other small roles in it. But, uh, yes, the only... The only like main character that I play is Othello in this, and uh, with some of our like I said, we've been in ensemble, so we've had some other shows, and typically how the structure of it works with regard to st- regard to the storytelling is usually one of us plays just like uh, one plays one character, and everybody else plays all the other ca- all, all the other characters because you kind of have to have <clears throat> one main lens. For the story, you know, you need you need your protagonist or antagonist, as the case may be. Um, but, like for instance, we have another we have a production of uh, Christmas Carol where uh, GQ plays Scrooge the whole time, and the three of us play all the other characters. So yeah, so it's a it's a form that kind of it works particularly for the audience because the audience is always able to gauge w- gauge where they w- what their emotions are and what they should be paying attention to. But, you know, through that one character. Well, but it's, it's also the anchor, because you have to have yeah. the anchor yes. of that one character. Yes, exactly. I it's that. that. I love that. Well, this this is going to be a really very exciting piece for people who are, A, looking for something new to see, because I get that request a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see something different, Keith. Everything is so, everything is so the same. But this is a show that I think people are going to 
they're going to love or they're going to hate for whatever reasons they're going to hate, but there's always going to be haters, so you can't get mad at them. You're not doing it right if you ain't got haters. Exactly. I love that. So, again, the West Side Theater, starting October 25th, opening November 16th, with hopefully a nice open-ended run here at the West Side Theater. You can see um, Pastel, as well as the Q Brothers, um, listening to the hip-hop beats of Supernova, mm-hmm. popping it off at the beginning of the show. My God, it's, it's, it's going to be a really great party. I think that yes. this is what this show yes. is going to be. Absolutely. It's going to be a party. Absolutely. So, again, if you're coming to New York City and you're looking for something to do, and you know your ass ain't gonna get no tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause just walk, just walk down, the, just walk a couple blocks to the west side. Just come on over to the west side. Yeah, and forty third, almost on the corner of Ninth. Exactly. I'm just saying. And come and get your seat for this show. It's going to be a real. It's going to be a really good time. I'm hoping that it's going to catch on with the rest. If people love the Bombardier of Errors like they did before when it came out, I, they got to love this show. So Othello the Remix. October 25th, opening on November 16th, Westside Theater. Go to OthelloTheRemix.com for more information about the show. And, um, Postel, thank you so much. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. And we'll be back. Yeah.